You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Extra Magic Hour, brought to you by the DCast and the DizInsider.com. What do you get when you cross a former Disney cast member and a Disney superfan? You get the Extra Magic Hour, covering all things Disney parks, past, present, and future. Now hang on to them hats and glasses, because here's the wildest Disney parks podcast in the wilderness. I believe that this frightfulness we see everywhere today is only temporary. Tomorrow will be better, Walt Disney. And now it's time for the Extra Magic Hour! Yes, yes Chris is back. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I'm Sean. And I'm Brooke. And I'm Chris. Yes, and welcome <laughs> to the Extra Magic Hour brought to you by the DCast and the Diz Insider. We are a Disneyland Parks Resort podcast, which is kind of weird to say this week, but we, we still are, So, because Disneyland Parks are closed, but it's okay, so... This, this episode is going to be a little different. So I'll talk about kind of status of last week. Um, we were both planning our vacations mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end, during the during the show. And then this week, um, they were both canceled. Obviously, everyone knows what's going on. I'm not going to get into all that stuff. But, Brooke, how are you doing today? Was Obviously, you're out of school. so uh, Not quite out of school yet. I'm physically out of school. Uh, you know, last week, I felt like I kind of left off the show in a rush. I came to the show without any notes. I only came for extra magic hour because I was taking my... Because it's all that matters. That's true. (laughs) Well, I was taking my trigonometry final uh, during that time, uh, which I got a B on. I was really excited about that because math is not my strong suit. Uh, I say going into engineering. Right. Uh, I was... not a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Let's fix that, please. Yes, let's fix that one. (laughs) I was preparing to get everything ready for my trip, which was supposed to start on April 3rd, like Mm -hmm. immediately after I got out of class. Right. Um, I was working on sewing a new outfit to wear to see SpongeBob the Musical. I was trying to plan on getting a haircut and a mani-pedi, making myself look real nice, trying to pack. And my friend that I was going to be staying with loves country line dancing Mm -hmm. and she loves country music. I do not like country music, but I'll listen to it for her. So I was packing my cowgirl boots for some line dancing. And it's funny because now I seem to be at least starting to see things in more perspective uh, granted, I'm, I'm probably not getting my <laughs> flight money back, but I'm healthy and I'm so lucky and right. thankful that I'm here with all of you today. Well, good. Um, how about, um, how's it going with there being, I mean, you are in school that they just automatically just ended school. You're doing no. your finals over the phone basically, right? Yeah. I had my Spanish final <laughs> over the phone today. And if you've listened to the decast previous to this episode, um, you know how that went. There's no ooh. bueno. No bueno. No bueno. Me malo. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I was once working uh, as a host in Disneyland. I think I was working Toontown. And it was one of those shifts where I was with someone who was ethnically Hispanic but did not speak Spanish at all. And I was like, oh, um, uh, I I can speak Spanish, thinking I'm all cool. And... They didn't speak very much English, but this guest who was talking to me said, it's okay, sweetie, I'll speak English for you. And I was like, oh, I'm, am I really that bad? <laughs> so hopefully that's why I'm going to class for it. Anyhow, uh, classes have been just a giant question mark. Right. I keep getting emails every few hours, and the poor staff is, one of their official emails was like, um... We will eventually have answers. <laughs> we are trying our hardest. That's <laughs> all you I can just, really do, actually. Yeah, I feel for them. I have my engineering final on Friday, and that's going to be taken from home. So she'll email us the prompt at 9 a.m., and then it's due by 12. Cool. Yeah. Um, my week, um, 
last week when we were talking, I was um, oh, 10 days away from leaving for Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, when this comes out on Friday, I would have been leaving the following set with that Saturday, the 20, 21st or whatever. Yeah, with 20 people. Group with 20, 20 group of 20 people. people. And let me, the logistics of that, of trying just to figure all that out, all the time that was put into that mm-hmm. to, to plan everything and to plan my son's lightsabers and my grandson's droid and everything. And then to just be told it's not happening, it's kind of surreal. And then the fear that we thought, because we, we did an Airbnb at this time, and the fear that we weren't going to get our money back. Mom and I were crossing our fingers so <laughs> hard for you. That was like the number one thing and I thought of. It went back and forth and back and forth. And then it got to the point to where um, over the last weekend when they were starting to say that you can't, if you're over 65, you can't be outside. Mm-hmm. And my mother-in-law is over 65. And I said, there's no way that's going to happen. So the people were great. They actually found another slot for us and we're going to be there. Moved all of our stuff. They're in the process of moving all of our stuff to the end of July. So mm-hmm. it's four months from now. So I think that we, we should be good, and I'm and hoping so. Where did you say you booked from? Uh, homeaway.com. Oh, uh, good for yeah. good for you all. Tim and Homeaway. Katie, they're the owners of the home. Excellent people. They've been great to deal with this whole week. So thank you guys for that. Like I said, um, we were t- we were talking at work, and uh, someone asked me. They said, someone said, we're really, really sorry that this happened. And they said that... Uh, I said, I cried. I, I, I cried. I cried for you. And I said, well, and I said, well, I'll be honest with you. I cried because, and I think it was more just the, the fact that the stress of making sure 20 people were set up and taken care of. And then the fact that it's all gone that night that that happened, my wife, we went to bed and I went to the bathroom and like 1045, just kind of lost it for a few minutes. Just like yeah. the stress of just that and everything that that's going on right now in the world, which I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you at first, I didn't buy into it. It wasn't, I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever. But you just see every day, it's, every day it gets worse and worse and worse. And the industry I'm in, they say that we can, we can still work. I hope we'll, we'll see what happens there. So yeah. I, I don't know. So, so my mom is in the medical profession and, you know, being her child, I, <laughs> I love her. I respect her, but people don't like listening to their parents. And so when mom was telling me it was a big deal, I was like, mom, you're, you're just saying things and totally disregarding like right. her degree and business. I was like, mom, come on. I'm still going. And even like up until the night before it was canceled, I messaged all my friends who like the girl I was staying with, one of my dear, dear friends, uh, doesn't have a job right now. Right. And so I was like, I don't care. I'm still going. Mom, <laughs> right. that's ridiculous that you'd tell me not to go. And then they all talked some sense into me. And I was like, well, okay. that's good. Yeah. Chris, do you have anything to add to any of that stuff? I didn't have any trips planned. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> then, I, then I had to cancel. So, so that's, I mean, it would have been nice to have a trip to plan. But, right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of changed a, a lot of things that, it hasn't affected your business. It hasn't affected. Oh, it has. Well, I mean, we're, we're, we're well, slower than you could. Believe, I mean, it, it right? hasn't. It hasn't affected yeah. mine. Yeah. We're still. Well, you you're in the newspaper business, yeah, so people still need to get their news, and the news is out there more than seven days a week. Yeah. yeah. But the news so, right now, by the time the paper's out, it's completely changed from what it was. It, it is. It's, it's, it's been. I've never seen anything like this. I heard of. They've been moving like deadlines to, yeah. to try and, I guess, capture it sooner. We, we've we've opened our doors earlier in the attempt to get the news out faster uh, right yeah. the online is trying to catch up fast that we work with the newsroom they're they're in their late hours now I'm, I'm used to just being one of the only few people in the building because of the hours that i work right so I mean, there aren't too many people in a building at 3 a.m at least not you know legally and now that the the news the newsroom has moved in they'll, they'll have people in and out throughout the night that's where megan works right yeah yeah megan it's, one of the hosts of the knights of the road republic and one of the other hosts of the decast, um, she's a news news director, I think, mm-hmm. for, for, for KTVL for the local news here. So her her schedule is just complete. She's working, I think, six or seven days a week right now, oh, like at three o'clock in the morning. Because hi Vanessa, who's the news, on Instagram, the live. news absolutely changes every single day. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So thank you to all the newscasters who are working super hard right. to bring us the facts as soon as possible. Thank you to all of the people in the medical field working to help stop this. We really appreciate what yep, you're absolutely. doing. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, I've been trying to come up with new content for my, my teddy bear, Snowy, Snowy Snow Bear. Uh, 
I've been filming all day and I forget how hard it is to film with her. Oh, I've been wanting to. Yeah, I wanted to start something where I would. I would not be reading directly to the bear, guys. I, I would have Snowy next to me and I would read to an Instagram live audience like what Josh Gad is doing right now. But then I realized that I don't have enough children's books to do that. So trying to entertain Are You My Mother? I love that book. Oh, that's a good one. Are You My Mother? mother? Thank you, Dr. Seuss. Um, I'm also really, really trying to check on all my friends back home in Southern California in Orange County right now. Uh, make sure they're okay. I'm very glad that we live in an era where we have technology like FaceTime so I can always hop on with them and talk. Actually, right after the show is over, he better call me. We we made a promise too, but I'm I'm oh, calling. Oh, okay, uh, <laughs> no, you better do it, man. One <laughs> of my, well, I don't know who you are, but you better do whoa. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of my friends from my friend group uh, was like uh, scheduling with people when he would Facetime everyone right. uh, and check in. So I think that's super awesome. He's also a Disneyland cast member. He's lucky enough to be one of the people who works on stage and thus is getting paid for right. two weeks. So, so you, yeah. I know you can't say a lot because of what you used to do there, but how are your friends doing? Are they, what's, what's okay. the mood? I'm sure the mood is, um, we're not going to be down yeah, all the time. We're going to talk a little bit about it then get past it. So. I, I think the most important thing right now is, <laughs> wow. What is that thing even called? The thing that goes over the mic? We don't it's know. A, it's something, a floppy. Something Andy makes it. us use. Mm. Okay. Well, that thing fell. Yeah. And it was hilarious. Anyhow, the the <laughs> facts of things that are going on right now. Um, I have a lot of friends who bottle. work on stage, and those people are getting paid for two weeks. Right. Uh, and then <clears throat> I have friends who work backstage. Now, the last time I checked... People who worked backstage were allowed to come in mm-hmm. uh, and work. Those hours were being given to full-time cast members. And I had a backstage friend who worked part-time. So they were told they would be paid for five days. Uh, so they have five days pay, but luckily they have a very supportive family that they can go down and be with in San Diego that's right good. now. And that's truly what they need. So I've been trying to check up nice. on them. Um, yeah. Other than that, it, it's just been a lot of camaraderie and, and keeping up with everyone and making sure everyone knows how much they're loved. It's really cool to see all of the content that's coming out of this and how people are getting very creative with how to spend their time and keep the Disney parks in their hearts. Yep. We'll get a touch on that a little bit, but yeah, I just want to make sure I just check in with you and make sure like, I know you, you care a lot about your friends and make sure that all is going good with them. Um, normally we would talk about what's happening in the parks at this time and we can be really, really brief about it. Um, but you already know. As of last weekend, um, every Disney park in the world is closed. Um, Mm -hmm. now, uh, keep going and I'll find that fact for you. Um, DizInsider.com put out an article today saying that the Disney company is losing 20 to $30 million a day with the, just with the U S parks being closed. So it's, it is what it is. You can't do anything about it, but I understand, I understand why they did it, but it's mm-hmm. just, well, there was a tweet from Michael Eisner right. the other day, dun, dun, dun. but, but it was a good one on the 18th at, 12 12 p.m he tweeted out as an alum with great respect for our disney cast i know fear of this virus creates a palpable dread teddy roosevelt said when you get to the end of your rope tie a knot and hang on i say don't get to the end of your rope hang in there this won't last forever and it's funny that he used that teddy roosevelt quote because uh anyone listening who remembered entertainment cast member at both the Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World, Debbie Williamson, or Disney Debs, as she was known. Um, that was her quote, was uh, tie a knot and hang on. So I I liked that even though it wasn't an intentional nod to her, that the thought of her came up. So that was nice. Right on. So, yeah, um, 
parks are all closed at least till March 31st um, with the other orders that are out there right now. I, I'm saying it's going to be longer. How, Chris, how long do you think that everything will be shut down? What, what is your thought? Well, I mean, it's not, it's not on the level of a natural disaster right. per se where they know they have to come back and rebuild. It's just going to be, uh, I guess, a biological all clear. Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever the CDC decides that we've, we've gotten ahead of it, it looks like it took uh, China, what, three months? That's what it looks like. About, really, yeah, about three, about three months turn. To really yeah. turn the corner on it. And, and when you think of not only the international appeal of the parks mm-hmm. and the international travel involved. And they're just starting to open some of the stuff mm-hmm. in, in China. Yeah. I know they're opening like their version of downtown Disney. They're opening yeah. that up right now. And, I, and Disney for a lot of people is just a symbol of hope right. in general. So. I, w- I would say to not be surprised if it's late May. Yep. Yeah. Uh, early June. So That's what I'm- prior to this, the longest Disney parks closure was in Tokyo Disney Sea, And it held the record for the major earthquake and tsunami that happened on March 11th. So the park closed beginning March 12th and reopened on April 28th of 2011. Wow. So that record is now beat. Woo. Yep. <laughs> uh, I thought on, that's on, really a woo, but I know. <laughs> on, on a we said it with the worst. <laughs> yes. Yay. We suck. We're <laughs> awful. One more day. So. Brooke, how long do you think they'll be closed? Um, I think it's going to be closed longer than we think. Yep. Um. Hmm. That's a good question. I'd like to say that they definitely are going to be open by the summer. Right. Uh, so perhaps late June. That's fine because I'm going in July. So okay. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's <laughs> I don't mean to sound greedy, but hey. I, no, it's <laughs> but the, 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 the thing that this has affected. Uh, my, my son was planning to come. For those of you who don't know, my son is stationed in Alaska right. mm-hmm. with the Air Force. And he had he'd already paid for his ticket. Now, now he can't fly home, but his best friend is getting married in like two and a half months and they're already talking about, they may have to postpone right. oh, wow. the wedding. So now my son's like, I may not be able to come down because what I can get off and, and, and what I, what I get, but it's, it, it's been affecting, it's, it's a trickle down effect of a, a lot of things happening to a lot of people. Cause you think about all the weddings that might be occurring that all of a sudden you can't have a big outdoor event. So just watch Disney weddings on Disney plus <laughs> the plug. <laughs> it, it's, it's good when, when a company can stand by you and stuff like this. I, uh, I, as some of you may know, I was, I was in hurricane Katrina and I lost almost everything. And so not only on top of that, but my wife was entering her third trimester of pregnancy <laughs> with our youngest when it hit. So I was in a lot of deep trouble. Right. And then we not only did we lose our place, but I lost my work. Oh, sorry. That All was right. an interesting. Well, I know too. nothing's happened in ESPN. That's it was sure. though. That was really? an ESPN Some, notification. It's probably a free agent signing. <laughs> I think so. So uh, <laughs> sorry, but, but but the company that I worked for, they were nice enough to not only continue to pay me for two months after, right? But they kept my health insurance rolling through, which was the most important thing yeah. about everything. But it, I'll, I'll never, I will never forget that uh, they had, they set up a they set up billboards with the one eight hundred number to call. And then we called the home office uh, where they were located at in Ohio. And they were like, oh, you guys okay? We've been here crying and watching. Oh, and I'm like, that's... everything's good. My, my family's all healthy. All my kids are okay. I'm like, I don't have a, a work or a place to be, a place to live. But I'm at my mom's house and, and it's good. And, and so uh, so that was awesome. That's the, the, the comfort that I had with that, knowing that I wouldn't have to at least worry about a paycheck for a couple of months while I looked for yeah. a job. Right. And yeah. So it's good that Disney's taken an active role in and, uh, and, and making sure that their cast members, which is their lifeblood, is, is taken, taken care of for yeah. in patches at least. Uh, one, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say one thing I find pretty hilarious out of this situation is that since basically all of the cast members are stuck at home right now, all of the CRs, all, all the casual regulars, that's part-time people, are going I'm going to go totally non-Disney look. People are getting things pierced. They're dying their hair. Throwing their beards out. They're painting their nails crazy colors. And it is so entertaining to watch. I'm really glad that they're getting full beards by the time this is over. Yep. I honestly think it'll probably, I um, I know the CDC's recommendation was eight weeks for anything. So Mm -hmm. that's May 10th from when they made that recommendation. So I think, like like Chris said, the end of May will probably be the... uh, 
the end of it to the start of probably trying to, I guess, rebuild or restart or re reboot, I guess would be the best word for it. Um, no, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick, actually, before I do that, um, one thing I want to say, because my daughter, um, she was a, she was a college, one of the college uh, program. program people. And it's very unfortunate that all of them were let go. I understand why. Um, it's a business. And in, in yeah. the end, it's a business. And those were not expendable um, yeah, I get what you employees, mean. but they have their full-time cast members that they're taking care of. So I'm very, very sad that they all, and that kind of makes me think that's why this will go till the end of May, because the, from what I hear, the new crop of college people are going to come in around, around June. So it gives them time. So that's why I think that's going to happen. So, yeah, there was a really wonderful cast member who was not college program, but the last day that the college program people were out there. Her name is Lindsay, and she was caught giving pixie dust to all the college program cast members oh, who were in awesome. the Magic Kingdom and telling them thank you for being the people who make the magic. So I thought that was oh, wonderful. Well done, Lindsay. Thank you, Lindsay, yes. for going out and doing that. So what we're going to do is take a quick break for our advertisement. We'll be right back. back thank you for our awesome sponsor andy awesome job with the ad there so what we will do now we're going to talk about some disney history and then we're going to um talk a little about talk a little bit about um little attraction battle yeah and then we'll talk a little bit about what some of our favorite uh youtube bloggers and you know disneyland people what they're doing now and it's kind of it's kind of fun to watch them and kind of talk a little bit about what some of them are doing so let's go into the history aspect of it first um I gotta bring up my notes here for a second, so I apologize for that. That's okay. I'll mention that today in 2016, uh, I started with the Disneyland Resort as a table service hostess in New Orleans Square in at Cafe yes. Orleans. Yes. Uh, but today, yeah, <laughs> today was the first day I was cross trained over to the Riverbell Terrace. So around this time when the river was being moved back for Galaxy's Edge. They drained the river. They stopped Fantasmic for well over a year. Right. And they turned the Riverbell Terrace, which was formerly a quick service restaurant, into table service. And they just forced cast members to go over, like, you're cross-training there. You're cross-training <laughs> there. And it's so funny to see people recommend Riverbell Terrace as a legit restaurant now to go to because we would have maybe 10 tables in an entire day. Right. It would just be a whole day of doing nothing. Uh, in 2017, this was my last day in table service restaurants. Uh, oh, yeah, I got go. my last shift at Cafe Orleans, and it was a really wonderful day. Right on. So I have my notes up, so we're going to go through... Um, if you ever wonder where we get the history, you get it if you check on this day in DisneyHistory.com, which mm -hmm. is the best place, I think, to get all of your information. Thank it, you to whoever made yeah, that Yeah, whoever makes website. that page. They're very, very, like, up Thorough. To, no, they're really thorough because our first thing on here, uh, March 16th of 2020, in abundance with the caution, the best interest of our guests and cast members, we are proceeding with the closure of our theme parks at Walt Disney World. So they announced that Walt Disney World. This is from last mm -hmm. week, obviously, but and they have more than just parks facts as well. Yeah. We're just covering all. All I'm doing is picking out the parks. parks. It's, it's, yeah. it's you talk. You want to know about Oswald when Walt Disney was born, when his wife was born, when his daughters were born. It's probably the most in-depth history site any I've seen for anything. So shout out to them. March seventeenth, nineteen ninety-nine, Test Track officially opens at Walt Disney World in Epcot, oh. sponsored by uh, General Motors. Have you been on that? Yeah. Is it cool? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah, going on the first version. It's like a really version. fast Autopia, right? Yeah, it, it is. I was, because uh, <laughs> I, I started January, I left for Disney the day after my birthday. So it would have been January 29th oh. of 2000. That's when I went to go do the, the cast member stuff. Pretty cool, It's though. funny that you mention that you think it's like Autopia because it's the same ride system as Radiator Springs right. Racers. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was like, it's the same theming, but you don't actually drive the car. Can you imagine, so. can you imagine if Radio Springs went that fast? Oh. <laughs> 
I, I remember uh, going on it in the third grade for spring break, and I did not like the room that got really hot. That was back when you were supposed to be the crash test dummy. Oh, okay. Before it was uh, centered around creating the the best kind of car. Like, I've never been on it, so. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's what but I've heard. But I, I like Radiator Springs Racers way better. And it's sponsored by General Motors, which shout out to General Motors. Thank you for all you do for, for me. So, sponsor. Sponsor. No, no, General Motors, I appreciate you so much. So <laughs> if you don't know, I sell Chevys. So that's why. <laughs> uh, March 18th, uh, 1955, um, a groundbreaking ceremony takes place at 1115 in Anaheim for the Disneyland Hotel. Um, among the guests in attendance were Roy Disney. Um, Vice President uh, Anaheim's Mayor Charles Pearson. Have any of you stayed at Disneyland Hotel? I have in the Frontierland Tower. It's a very relaxing place to be. I really like just hanging out at the Disneyland Hotel. Chris, have you? Oh, yeah, many. Yeah. yeah. The Grand Floridian, the Dolphin, the Swan. Well, the Disneyland Hotel. Oh, uh, in no. Anaheim. No? No, I never, never stayed in Disneyland Hotel. Okay. Oh, Disney World, yes. And which year Numerous. did you say that happened? Uh, 1955. So it was. I think this was right after the park, yeah, right before the park opened. But they broke mm-hmm. ground because it opened a little bit after the park opened. Yep. But yeah, I stayed there on my honeymoon. Um, oh, that's which, such a uh, nice place. Which was very cool. We stayed at the, the top floor of the tower. That's the, the one on this uh, on the far side. And we were at the very top. We can look out over all over the parking lot and everything. So that's I awesome. want to say that's the fantasy I think it tower is, I think it because is it's connected yeah. to the lobby yeah. and the restaurants. It's pretty it was cool. That weekend. <clears throat> oh, she, what? So come on, Zach's here. <laughs> And that's why Zach's here. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, no, family come friendly. On. That's super friendly. That's right. Okay, March 18th, 1967, in New Orleans Square, a little ride called the Pirates of the Caribbean opened. Woo! Probably my top two attractions. Um, I like this ride a lot. Um, we've talked about it a couple times. You asked what my favorite is. This is always in there. Um, this is the ride that Walt was working on when he died. So mm-hmm. he never saw it open. So, well, once again, my f- two of my favorite visuals. One, of course, because we can <laughs> actually see it, is him and Julie Reams standing in the model during the Disneyland Tencennial episode of the Disneyland TV show. Uh, they're standing right by where the pirates are firing off the cannon uh-huh. and where on the left-hand side you can see the two pirates fighting their shadow. Uh, So it's always cool to feel like you're in that model. But my absolute favorite is thinking of the visual of Walt being pushed in a rolling chair by his Imagineers down the track at the speed of the boats. It's good stuff. Also on March um, March 18th, 1989, this one I just thought was funny. At Disneyland, 150 visitors are stranded 40 feet in the air in the cable cars. Um, we usually don't talk about stuff like this, but I thought this was funny because it was caused by two people vigorously shaking two of the Skyway buckets and it made it, <laughs> made it stop. They all had to be um, helped down by the, Anaheim, by the Anaheim Fire Department. This is why we, this can't, is why have we can't have nice things. things. It's exactly why. This is why we can't have nice things. People do stupid things like that. Now it's going. So which, that was one of my favorite attractions there. It was, that still would have been my kids like, uh, yeah. if I'd had kids in 89. So I, one of my friends is a Disneyland purist. And she wasn't even alive while the Skyway buckets were running. Oof, so but cool. <laughs> she wasn't even alive when the Skyway buckets were running. But she will take her place and tell you that it is the greatest attraction <laughs> that they got rid of. One That's pretty year, cool. <laughs> one year for Dapper Day, she went as the Skyway oh, bucket. Really? Yeah, okay. before they uh, tore down the station, and we all took pictures by the station. That was really cool. Yeah, pretty cool. I mean, I remember, like I said, I've been there so many times when I was a kid. It just It's the coolest thing when you're going over Disneyland, being able to look down at everything, and yeah. the visual over the top of the castle, which you wouldn't expect. It just, it's just a building, but yeah. it's not. It's, you know, it, it kind of takes away some of that magic, but you're like, that's pretty cool. I just lost my notes. Um, also March 18th of 2007, Pirates of Caribbean 40th anniversary. Um, yeah, it's 40th anniversary. <laughs> I don't know why I put that in there. Well, it's celebrated. <laughs> oh, they know they had a trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean three. So oh, at, at okay. the same time, that's why I put the notes in there. So 
I put it in there twice, actually, so that's cool. Do you think that one was at the Tomorrowland Theater? I think they did it right on the water. <gasps> I, for, for, oh. from, what, from what I remember, I remember that they actually just put up screens, and oh, it, be, was, it was so done after cool. hours. I know that they've actually premiered, they premiered one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies there. I don't remember which one it was, but it, they just, like a Hollywood opening, it was done there in, in uh, New Orleans Square. I think it was done on the rivers, but yeah, I'd have, have to look, look into, into that, that because wow. it was pretty cool. I know this red carpet was there, Johnny Depp. That was all. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Um, in March 20th of 1987, the film Captain EO opens in Tokyo Disneyland's Tomorrowland. Yeah. And what's the favorite? We your favorite are song? Here yeah. to change the world. Her and Andy. Yep. There you go. All about it. Well, it's the third Disney park okay. to feature the Michael Jackson film. They're exactly the same. So some people reference another part of me at the very end, after uh, Angelica Houston has transformed into the beautiful lady in like a wannabe Padme Lake dress, uh, pre Padme Lake dress. Actually, right. I wonder if that was what inspired it because it was George Lucas in I, on the I don't see why not yep. oh. anyhow now Anyhow. that I've made that realization yeah, I'm use that uh, right there for the I like, later on. I like we are here to change the world more <laughs> March 20th 2019 this has not to do with the parks but I just thought it was cool on this day Disney officially owns 21st Century Fox so I guess it does have to do with the parks because in the future we're going to see a lot of influences from the Fox merger that will come into the park March 21st, 1975, Disneyland's Mission to Mars opens in, in, opens in Tomorrowland. Designed in cooperation with NASA, the show replaces the flight to the moon, which opened in 1967. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I remember Mission, Mission to Mars. That's the one when you're going along in the little things, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. that's the one, Tim. That's where you shrink, isn't it? Mission to Mars? No. No? You're thinking of thinking Adventures Through I'm Inner sorry. Space. Uh, Mission to Mars, that was the one uh, the same year I... First went on test track, uh, spring break of third grade. Uh, I refused to go on that. One, they didn't have the kid-friendly version at that time, it, the less intense version. But I just remember everyone talking about how intense the takeoff was. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I can't do that. We talk about intense takeoffs. Let's go to our next thing here. March 21st, 1996. Disneyland unveils its long-awaited plans to, re- to renovate Tomorrowland. Good segue. Yeah. They include replacing the slow people mover with the faster new attraction, Rocket Rods. Oh. Oh, the Rocket Rods. <laughs> okay. Would the you ext- like to know scientifically why this didn't work? Yeah, because they were breaking the, weren't they breaking the track from the, that was one thing, the track, mm-hmm. it was destroying the track because it wasn't strong enough to hold the Rocket Rods. It wasn't strong enough and the turns weren't banked at right. all. And so, I, you're a cars guy, you know all of no, this. No, um, you're an engineering major. <laughs> So he would sell you the rocket, but you're going to show us how it... I'm going to show you how it's done. Um, None of the turns were banked, and all of the force would be going to one side. This is the reason that we bank turns on roads as well. You need all of it to be going down into the seats. So they had to break any time they wanted to do a turn. They had to slow down and break. You never went on it, obviously. No, I did not. Have you ever been on that? I don't recall, no. Tim, you've never been on that, right? Yeah. It's, it was the weirdest thing because he would go really fast and slow down. Yeah. It, really it, fast and slow down. It's obviously because of the reason. Track. Yeah. It was not good. It was not good. It was not I can't believe they got good. rid of the people. But people mover, would, if they wouldn't have got rid of the rock, if they would have never got a people mover, people mover would still be there. And it would be taking up some of the freaking people that are jamming, the, <sighs> jamming down in Tomorrowland because it's so small there. I think people mover was... I then was, they had the people mover. Then they had the rockets on top of the people mover. So there was so much more space mm-hmm. when 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 that was there. And I just See, my theory was that they were going to put the people mover back in. We know we've seen Joe Rody walking yes. the track before uh, recently. We know that he's probably saying, "Damn, this thing really did ruin this thing." That's probably why he was up there doing. <laughs> yeah, we had seen um, kind of a move to go more retro back into the 70s look of Tomorrowland before all of this went down. And now I don't really think that with the funding we can do this. I think this right here, this uh, renovation was when they painted everything like rust color too, which was was a bad time. That's a poor choice. When they painted Space Mountain like a rust color, no. No. Mm -mm. No, it wasn't cool. It was not cool. Hey, fix it. 
Yeah, it's done. Fix it. Yeah, it's no. done now. No. Poor Joe has such a long list of things that people tell him to fix. The I say, Yeti. I say, the, I say <laughs> tomorrow. Well, that's what, yeah, have you heard everyone saying now that the parks are closed, it's perk time to fix the Yeti. <laughs> I, I really wish it worked like that. Yeah. I really, really but wish. But unfortunately, you can't have a group of over 20 people working together, so they can't fix it. So Can you imagine one person trying to Just work trying with to that work Yeti? <laughs> by themselves the whole time. <laughs> I'd um, be terrified. So a reality show. Quick topic of the week. Um, we were just talking about a couple of things. Like I said, um, since the parks are closed and there's a lot of people that I watch, YouTubers, um, mm -hmm. you have Best Life and Beyond, you have Fresh Baked, you have Justin Scarred, and, all, and Mr. Cheesy Pop, obviously, that yeah. they don't know what to do with their time right now because they're locked in their houses right now. At this point, they're down in L.A., they're locked in. They're, they're not locked in, but they're, no, they're, 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 they're quarantined, they're quarantined yeah. to their homes. But just to see some of the videos the past couple of days, uh, five fires, the Cali Bay. Yeah, the one he posts, The one he posts, he's walking through the, you know, the Esplanade and there's nothing in there and it's it's crazy. So mm -hmm. I know Best Life is doing like a daily vlog from home. Max is showing all of his videos from uh, when he was in uh, Disney World. Good Just for make sure you support those guys still because that's how they make their money and they're still going to be putting out content. So I don't know. Do you have any special bloggers um, that you follow that well one i think it's hilarious the the acquaintances of mine who are out there like doing <laughs> tours of their closet i've learned from this that i have people friends of mine who own way too many purses get rid of some of those purses for goodness sakes uh but I really, really love uh, learning about the history of the Disney parks yes. and the history of theme parks in general. So I love watching theme park history, mm -hmm. defunct land. Oh, my goodness. The All of them, the quality of information they have and the quality of how they edit their videos are wonderful. Uh, Expedition Theme Park is another really good one. Fast Pass Facts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're uh, going to have them on still. So oh, we've, yeah. we've talked to them many times. They're going to be on. One that I found when I was doing, when I was writing the articles to Disney Insider and I was doing mm -hmm. all the histories of the attractions was uh, Alex the Historian. I don't, oh. he, he used to work at Disneyland. He worked for like six years. Okay. And his videos were really, really put together. Just, we're just, I mean, we just try to put it out there for, the, listen to those people because that's, just, this is a big part of their income. So just, if you know any of those people, make sure you're still supporting them and watching their videos. And yeah, it's free to you. Yeah. And speaking of free, um, Back in, at D23, they had advertised a new online program called Imagineering in a Box. And I was really interested in it because it was going to be Imagineers giving their insider uh, secrets on how they think so well, their creative process. But it was really expensive. And now they're offering Imagineering in a Box for free online during this time. So thank you to WDI for <clears throat> making this possible. I can't wait to dive into that. I've been also watching shop class on Disney plus right. and shop class is a wonderful blue sky imagineering, uh, show for anyone like me who <laughs> grew up loving, uh, Pimp My Ride and Trading Spaces, Boys versus Girls, anything that required you to come up with ideas. I love Trading Spaces. I know, right? I love Pimp My Ride. Pimp My Ride, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, too. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've seen videos of people who owned those cars. Apparently, they were not very well made. Oh, I'm they sure were, you can't build a car like that in a week. And have it was it. made to last for about 24 yeah, hours. 24 hours, yeah. <laughs> I was so disappointed when I found that out. But... We put a fish tank in there. Yeah, Why? yeah. Why? Right. Why? Okay, but Why? to a kid in elementary school, that's like, oh yeah, no. Wow! <laughs> that's amazing. Right. And it made me think about what kind of car I would like when I was old enough to drive a car. Um, but actually, Herbie won out. There I watched. You go. I watched the original Herbie series, and then I watched Herbie Fully Loaded with Lindsay Lohan. And I tried so hard on Radio Disney to win the actual Herbie car. <laughs> That I was just sold. I wanted a bug. Got a bug. I get it. There you go. <laughs> um, the Yes. If you're looking for Imagineering exercises or blue sky that you might want to do, uh, check out Shop Class on Disney+. Plus. Yes. It's a competition where they are given a task to middle school aged kids and their teachers. And they have to build it within three days. All right. 
Next thing, last thing, attraction battle. And what's our showdown? Let's get ready. So basically, fight, fight night. Basically, the way this works is um, we're going to pick two attractions and uh, theoretically, well, hypothetically, I'm sorry, um, one of them will be destroyed and removed from the park and the other one will, will win. Mm-hmm. This week we are doing Toy Story Mania, which I will be taking, and Brooke will be doing... Buzz Lightyear. So in Disneyland, it's called Astro Blasters. Right. In Walt Disney World, it's called Space Ranger Spin. And I forget what it's called at Disneyland Paris, but there's a version in Disneyland Paris as Let's well. Spin, it doesn't matter because Toy Story Mania is better. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, we're going to tell okay. you why. Then you Whoa. go first. We're gonna, no, we're going to start first Drop like we always do. So the cues. Okay. Ooh. Well, as with... Uh, Buzz Lightyear space. I'm going to go strictly with Disneyland in Anaheim. Right, that's where we're going. Uh, also. With Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, my favorite part about the queue is it's almost always quick. Right. I really only go if it's under 15 minutes, five preferably, but the fast pass is right there. You can usually always get in. And to the part where Buzz is talking to you. So creepy, creepy looking part. That's weird. You know, that <laughs> I've never been a fan of the projected face right. animatronics. No, I agree. Uh, we still use those, and I I now feel like it works. Mickey's so- Runaway Railway, it looks you. great. But, but Buzz, no. set up for that. <laughs> Buzz, not crazy about that, but I really love the way that he moves. Oh, yeah. And I love the giant Etch-A-Sketch as for a storyline, it really doesn't start until you come through the instructions. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but what separates the fast pass from the regular queue is a folded up instruction manual. Oh, really? Yep. No, nope, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Uh, you can see. Hang on a second. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened here. Oh, no. What happened? Right. Hang on a second. We've been quarantined. <laughs> that, was, that was a weird laugh. That was, <laughs> that was like a TikTok laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's going. It looks like it's going. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry about that. A little technical difficulty. We're back. I don't know where it picked up, but... Live. Well, yeah, we left off on the queue, no, and yeah. I liked that the Astro Blasters queue is always short. Okay. <laughs> Toy Story Mania is ex- the exact opposite. It's probably one of the longest waits in the in the park in, in California Adventure. I say it's probably mm-hmm. always forty five minutes to an hour. Um, there's really not a lot to that queue. The only thing that is that I think in that queue that is the best is Mr. Potato Head. He and have you ever seen the video? I think it's um, who is it? Uh, TPM videos that does the fails, and they do all the fails. Oh, of I all- don't like watching fail videos oh. from Disney. It's <laughs> It's too painful. Well, the fails for Mr. Potato Head are great. His his are good. He drops his ear. He shuts down. His arms fall down. He doesn't really take off his ear anymore after that. And that was one of of my favorite things. And I think that if he were built today, that wouldn't be as much of a problem. But the ingenuity that went into creating a program and creating an actual thing that could take yep. off its appendages like right. a Mr. Potato Head, that was insanely cool. And it has Don Rickles' original right. audio on right. it as well. Mrs. Potato so Head. So Q-wise, I would say probably Buzz Lightyear probably wins Q-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, although I will say uh, because of the length of the line, Fast Pass is available for that one as well. Right, absolutely. Um, story-wise, there's neither one of them really have a story, so you're just well, shooting stuff. What, what do you mean neither one of them have a story? Uh-oh. I don't think they do. You just, I'm too focused on trying to get points. So is there a story? Well, every good Imagineer knows that every ride, everything you do within the parks needs a good story behind it. Well, Walt was Walt Disney but a storyteller? And what are we now but storytellers? Yeah, so that in my face. In, but, <laughs> I don't <laughs> – okay, you know what? To, to give you uh, some, some points – I'm going to school for this. Right, so, so you understand eh. that more. I go there to win, so. <laughs> oh! <laughs> to be fair, he's got like 30 years on you, though. Right. That's true. Um, or maybe not 30. I'm... Thanks. Every- Everyone 
uh, comment if you want to see us battle it out on either one of these attractions now. Because <laughs> now I'm ready to throw right? it down. Um, I will win. The story behind oh. Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters is essentially a predated version of Midway Mania. You are going inside of Buzz Lightyear's story, uh, but you're going as a toy. You see the animatronic Buzz with the Etch-A-Sketch in the background. You've seen the uh, instructions as you come in. So you are supposed to be shrunken down to the size of a toy and there to help defeat Zerg in okay. these vehicles, all of the <laughs> robots that you're shooting, that you're trying to uh, gain crystallic fusion cells. Crystallic fusion is the brand name of the battery that they have. So you're trying to take out Zerg's batteries and get all the batteries. Sure. I'm just trying to win. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite rooms is where you knock out all the batteries and they'll go down. Do you know how to get like a bunch of points? The big secret? Uh of course. Of course. Uh, should, we, should we share it or no? Well, I'm sure you can definitely look it up. Pretty online. much everyone knows. Uh, my main thing is each uh, each target is worth a different amount of points. So circles are worth the least amount of points, and the diamonds are worth the most right. amount of points. They're worth more when they're lit up, and Buzz will tell you that as well. But I have been a galactic hero many times. I, I kept a count on my phone, so it's somewhere. Uh, and this is, this is an attraction where I will sometimes ask to be sat by myself if I'm in a really competitive mood. I'll go, <laughs> oh my I'll go with my wow. friends and be like, okay, we'll see. I'll sit by myself. But I really like that it's a ride that I can go on by myself. And I can't really say that about every ride, right. that I'm excited to go on it alone. This is one where I am. Aim for Vizuk's uh, chest. That's all I'm going to say. So... Uh, in Midway Mania, the same thing, uh, the Barker, Mr. Potato Head, is welcoming you into this new game that Andy has gotten, a bunch of Midway games, uh, and while they're away, the toys will play, you are also shrunken down to the size of a toy to play all of these new carnival games that the toys are playing. When you're exiting the attraction, have you ever seen that office that's set up on the left as you're putting your glasses away? Mm -hmm. Did you see the box that the game came in? Uh-uh. So the box that the Midway Games came in is on the floor, and it's the exact same facade as the ride you just went into. So oh, really? you went out of that box. You went in and out of that box. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's why we have her here, because she knows all this stuff. <laughs> Apparently, she's really competitive. I thought I was. Jeez. Um, Take it. I know. Take it out. By myself, I can't even compete with anyone you got else. Nothing. It's me and my friend Spencer always compete on those two games. Uh, but with Astro Blasters, you are strictly competing with yourself. There, I mean, competing against the people. There's nothing you can do to help anyone else. Right. With Midway Mania, it helps if you're working together. You gain more points hmm. if you work together to unlock secret levels. Oh, fair enough. Um, so, real quickly, why is Astro Blasters better? Astro Blasters is better because it's a simple objective game. There might not be any real secret to it. There might not be any different levels. But as someone who's a fan of simple objective games, such as my favorite is Root Beer Tapper. Uh, Root Beer Tapper and Pac-Man and Centipede, that is a very uh, visceral, simple objective video game. Right. And I love that. Chris, do you have an opinion on this? On simple video games? No, on one of these attractions. Which one you <laughs> like better? Well, I mean, I, I can tell you he's making the more pressing argument. Oh, she always does. <laughs> so, but I have a, I have the reason why Toy Story Mania is better. Bring well, it, bring it right here. Well, let, right me, here. Let, me, okay. let me hear it. Three D. It's in three D. It's way cooler in three D. I like it. That's your big play. That's the truth. It's way better. That game is so much because, more fun. It's so much it's more competitive. 3D? Yeah, because it's three D. I think it's cool. That's my. Okay. I never win these battles, but. Well, you know, you know I I'll also say that. I think as I an attraction, for two years either, and know all the. If you walk out, there's a box there or anything either, though. So, as an attraction, I do think that 
Midway Mania has the edge. Okay. Uh, You're right. But personally, <laughs> it was built later. Right. Um, I see where you're going with the 3D, having it come out at you. But as someone who really does not like the overuse of screens in theme parks, I think that's a huge takeaway. Oh, okay. All right. And, and to be fair, to be fair. 3D doesn't always improve everything. Look at the Jaws franchise. Jaws oh, 3D buddy. is pretty terrible. I don't know, man. God, don't you I <laughs> man. Uh, I, I will say that they have the opportunity to put in whatever new games that they want. Uh, and really, this has only happened once. They used to have Bo Peep's Balloon Pop in the opening, and that switched to... Say that again? Bo Peep's Balloon Pop. I love it. That's so good. Sorry, good. And it switched over to uh, Rex and Trixie's Volcano, whatever that one, it, um, Extinction, you know Countdown this. to the Extinction. How many things you know? It's just, uh, well, it opened before Toy Story 3 came out, so there's no way Trixie would have been a character. Okay. Uh, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was hoping that with the release of Toy Story 4, Bo would once again get maybe her old game back or get a new game, all of Toy Story 4 is centered around Midway games. Right. It has a carnival there, and they have not taken that opportunity to go back and create new games for it. All right. So there's our, there's our arguments. Um, what we'll do is, um, if you can, if you don't mind, because you make really good Instagram yeah. stuff, do a poll for last week's, which was Peter Pan versus... Oh, I forgot to do that Peter one. Pan versus Alice in Wonderland, um, and then do a poll for this week, and we'll yeah. see. and we will let you, the listeners, right. decide which Take attraction... You know it's the right... It's which a, attraction it's a better stays, and which attraction gets demolished forever. Well, I think they're going to... I think they're going to demolish... Um, Astro Blasters anyway when they put the Tron coaster there in the future. So yeah. <laughs> what's gonna be interesting is as this goes on, eventually gonna have to have a winner's bracket. Well that's yeah. what I think we're gonna have to figure out time when we go through all of them I and mean, then we, there's a lot of attractions. So there Here's can the only thing. be one. I, I agree. The real March Madness was canceled, so now that means the e ticket March Madness is on. We gotta start creating yeah. these brackets. We're gonna have to it'll take a long time to do if we do yes, it every week. Yes, it would. But I, I like I like the idea. I think we go through every we when we know we're through all the attractions, then we take all the winners and then have like a winners, you know. It's a good idea. I think it's gonna be great. So with that being said, we're going to wrap up this week of the Extra Magic Hour. Chris, thank you so much for hanging out with us again. Sure. Brooke? It has been a pleasure, gentlemen. Good luck um, in school, the rest of the school. So um, I'm going to need it. <laughs> and with that being said, have, have a, a magical, magical day. day. Hey there, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Extra Magic Hour brought to you by the Decast and the DizInsider.com. For more podcasts and content, make sure you go to DizInsider.com, your number one source for all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars, breaking news, and all that jazz. Also, if you want to hear more, go to anchor.fm slash the decast or the decast.net. Thanks for listening and have a magical day. Magical day.